You, monster, we've trekked a thousand miles across starless seas, blighted mires, and forests without end, all in seeking you to ask you a question. What are you looking for in an apartment? Would you be a good Cub Scout leader? Can I ride you, or would that be disrespectful? Should I invest in subterranean realty? Do you find it sexy when I T-pose and spin in a circle? Every episode of Finding Monster Right has us asking questions like these, about monsters from folklore, pop culture, and our own world. Join us as we meet alien allies, cryptic comrades, and friendly fiends. After all, it's not just a show about monsters, right? Right. Finding Monster Right. We found you, now you find us. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're getting out in the world in, in a safe way mm, by being mm. on The Gorgon Show. But I also hope um, you're not lonely. Are you lonely? Are you okay in your oh, knuckle hole? Uh, now, come now. You know, loneliness is a state of mind, really. You know, who needs friends when you've drawn a face on your hand? That's what I say. Um, you know, I, and I've got two hands. So in many ways, if I've got two friends, I say yes. Hi, you're listening to The Gorgon Show a podcast about being a monster in a human world. I'm your host, Penny Cephalonia, and I'm a Gorgon. My roommate Sybil predicts the future for you listeners each episode, and, well, my snakes are feeling a little left out. We want to know what the future holds too, Penny. Well, I thought it would be enough for you to know my future, because that should also be your future, since we were all born on the same day. But apparently, you want to know your own individual futures, and you haven't stopped hissing about it. So I've asked Sybil to do some predictions, just for my snakes. Hi, Penny. Hi, Sybil. Hi, snakes. Hi. Greetings, How you Oh, start with me, Sybil. Me, me, me. I knew you would want to go first, Johan. Oh, you are amazing. And Johan, in your future, okay, the gods are sending me this glorious pink vision. There's lots of really cool color to it. And there is someone in a hood. So Penny, I think this might be you. Uh, but it's kind of hard to tell from behind with the hood up, but that would mean the snakes are there too. You you too, Johan. Uh, and this person is dancing up and down some stairs outside under a beautiful sunset. So it looks like there is music and dancing in your future, Johan. Oh, that is that is absolutely amazing. I do I do compose songs that make penny dance. Um, Johan, I think you're mistaking that time that I tripped down the stairs with me dancing. But you know what? Let's just say maybe in the future, I, I will be dancing for you. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, you know, that was a pretty cool prediction for Johan. So what you got for me, Sybil? Hi, Forbes. Uh, let's see what the gods have in store for you. I see someone, it's a little hazy, but they have enormous bat wings sitting on a throne holding a scepter. I don't know, maybe you're going to achieve independent life and grow bat wings and become, you know, a, a king on a throne of some kind, or maybe you're just going to befriend a dragon king. But either way, something royal is in your future. Okay, that kind of sounds like awesome but i was hoping maybe to get some insight into some upcoming horse races moving on what do you have for zappa Sybil? let's Sybil? see what do the gods have here oh i am seeing just miles of beautiful beautiful rippling scale fabric like 
I don't know. I don't want to overinterpret this, Zappa, but I feel like this is maybe a line of fashion fabric that you have designed in your future, or maybe you just are going to go shopping and get really into snakeskin. But that's what I'm seeing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> also, ew, I hope it's not real snakes. I don't like think snake so. Skin? It's hard. It, it but, oh, my God. I mean, they would have to be really big snakes. But we do know some really big snakes. So I don't know. It's hard to tell. Right? Oh, my God. That's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's just like the coolest. And it's like, you know what? I, I am all for making sacrifices be, for fashion. But, you know, I prefer to not get into like cannibalism. You know? It doesn't necessarily have to be like harmful. You know, this is like a good point, like sustainable sourcing. Yeah, it's very important. Of snakeskin fabrics. Oh, oh my God. I love this future. Patty, can we make this future happen? It, it it doesn't quite work that way, Zappa, but we'll do our best. Um, Okay. Duncan, what do you have for Duncan, Sybil? Uh, Duncan, in your future, I see donuts. Donuts, donuts, donuts! I could have predicted that. Same, Forbes. Well, um, thank you, Sybil. Could you tell our listeners that their futures will be brighter if they listen to our sponsor? Oh, they will absolutely be brighter. You know, listeners, the gods regularly tell me that those of you who listen to The Gorgon Show and everything that Penny and I and our guests have to tell you live much more beautiful and fulfilled lives than anyone else. If you're a corpse that craves pop culture collectibles, then you have to subscribe to Lich Crate. Lich Crate delivers a curated collection of items from the best death-related pop culture franchises to your crypt every month. Each coffin-shaped box is guaranteed to contain something wearable, like a moth-eaten robe with your favorite character on it, an item you can use in your crypt, like a themed feather duster, a personal item, like a custom tin of skull polishing wax, an exclusive vinyl figure, and, of course, a soul gem. Oh, and they come in different colors. So subscribe to Lich Crate today and enjoy your favorite fandoms for all eternity. Listeners, I'm very excited to introduce to you the Knucker of Lyminster. Am I saying that correctly? Could be, could be Liminster, Liminster. I say Liminster, but I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get in the way of your life. So, Liminster. Oh, awesome. Um, welcome to the Corgan Show. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me, Penny. Um, it's a pleasure. It's a delight. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just happy that finally people are, you know, sitting up and taking notice. You know. Oh, that's what this show is all about. For those of mm. us who want to get out into the light, I want this podcast to be a way to allow you to do that in a safe space. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, the world is um, big. Uh, it's uh, it's frightening. Um, I should know. I'm a beast. Um, you know, I don't like to highlight it, but uh, I'm a beast. I'm a killer. I'll get you. And I can only imagine if, if I'm in here, who's out there? You know? Yeah. Well, don't worry. You're not the only um, oh, dangerous creature that's been on the show. He. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. I can only imagine. I mean, look at you. Look at you. Absolutely terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. What's going on up there? I don't like to ask. <laughs> well, don't look too closely. <laughs> um, oh, it's such a delight to to meet you. And yes, I must admit, as someone who was raised in America, oh, I do so love that English accent. That's, that's lovely. 
Oh, thank you. That's just that's just darling and charming of you to, to, to mention. You know, it, it, it's uh, in some ways an affliction. Um, it can be hard to be taken seriously. Um, you know, since well, you know, the fall, um, the denigration, the collapse. Uh, we all know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, and. I just feel that the English accent, the British accent, um, the Queen's, um, isn't given the same respect uh, as it used to because of the things that humans have, you know, done, said, burned down, that sort of thing. And I, and I think that's kind of unfair because I, I've never, I've never been anywhere other than Sussex. So, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, no matter what the history of of a person's country or or culture, every individual should be judged well individually. I still th- I, st- I still think I live in Wessex, you know, you know, if it was like, oh, snap like that, England, oh, uh, you know, as a king, fine, you know, what, 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 what happened to the kingdom of Wessex? That's what I want to know. What happened to, what happened to the, the, the Duke of Northumbria, you know, what, what happened to that guy? Um, that's not a question that keeps me up at night, but, you know, you be you. So, um, are you like me and my fellow Gorgons and that you live longer than a normal human lifespan? Absolutely. Um, as I've always thought it, I'm a, I'm a, how to put it? I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a lengthy boy. Um, my vertebrae span farther than you'd think. Um, I, I have a theory and that theory is that for every link in my bendy spine, um, that's another year of life and I can't count, you know? Um, but if I could, I think, I think I'd count up to a pretty high number in, 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 in my spine bits. So what do we, what do we think? 500, 600 years? Oh, How old wow. do you think I am? Actually, you know what? So that's an embarrassing question. That's always putting somebody on the spot, isn't it? But how, how old do you think I am? Go on, ask. Look at oh, me. Oh, you Look know, at me. humans. Look at oh, my sides. Humans hate this question, my human they hate friends. It. Oh, they hate it. They I'm hate like, it. What are they afraid of? Well, death. The answer is death. They're afraid yeah, of death. Yeah. Which they shouldn't be because it's coming for them. It's coming for them, but you know. It's coming for us all. Um, Just some of us get to put it off a little longer than others. Oh, I would, you know what? Just just looking at you, and you are a magnificent creature, I must say. Um, Thank you. I would, I would put you at maybe around 350. 350 yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it could, could be, could be. But I, as I said, like, I can't count. So, you know, the passage of time, a little, little bit hard to keep track of, you know. Um, but let's just say, I remember when hills were either taller or shorter than they are now. Let's put it like that. Oh, you you are a lot older than 350. Maybe, maybe we're talking in the thousands then. Could be, could be. Um, people were wearing a lot more leather when I was young. A um, lot more sort of, you know, the sort of cloth hats that make you look like a big woolen bullet. Um, you know, that sort of thing. Oh, what? yes. You know what? Fashion has changed for both humans and monsters so much over the years. My ancestors and their togas. And then, of course, there's the branch of the family that's just like still embracing nudity. They, they still... don't interact with humans as much as, as, as I do. No tackle out you know you know i respect it but i fear it you know what if you get it caught in a gorse bush or perhaps a passing crow yeah yeah you know what there are there are some upsides to both nudity and wearing clothing now that i think about it i'm gonna have to ponder that with my snake zappa she's my she's my fashion consult oh can i talk to zappa is it rude actually i didn't check before we started is it rude to, to sort of talk talk to the up top Oh no! Absolutely, you can talk to the the snakes. Um, we have a bit of an understanding in that they stay quiet during the interview, and they are rewarded with. Uh, oh, excuse charming. me, just a moment. I know what's going to happen. They get rewarded with a donut. Donuts. 
Thank you, Duncan. And well, that's uh, just darling. That's just darling. Look, I, I, I don't mean to derail the interview, but that is just a simple darling arrangement. I, uh, I, I do. Know. I do love them. Um, it's like having voices in your head talking all the time, but they're on top of your head, so you actually hear them on the outside. It's really hard to describe to someone who doesn't have snakes on their head, but I do love them. No, and, I can imagine. Yeah. And absolutely, absolutely, Zappa. Um, Zappa, you you have permission to talk to our guest. Which, by the way, do you go by Nucker or do you have um, an individual name? Are, are are there more than more than you? Are there multiple Nuckers? Uh, it's it's hard to say. As I say, I, I, I'm 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 vastly old, um, but a bit a bit of a dodgy memory. Um, so, like uh, theoretically, simply there must be more. But can I remember them? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, as, as far as I'm aware. I'm the capital T uh, Naka of Liminster. Um, I go by a few names: um, uh, Quickly Hide, um, uh, Crunchy Brunch, um, the uh, the the smooth, just the smooth. Um, I've been called um, Crikey. You know, let's go with Crikey. Actually, I quite like that one. Crikey. Yeah, um, yes. Australian chap pointed at me, Crocky, and then he died. Just died. Died of fright. I was going to say. Well, you did... would. <laughs> you know, he was, he was taking a wee in a bush. Now that I came. Oh no. So that was probably his last word. Mm, Crocky. <laughs> Horizontal. You know, slam right into the floor. Didn't even time to put his old friend away. Real shame. Real shame. Oh. Delicious, but a real shame for his family, of course. I didn't check. No, well, well it, that would be hard to do if you aren't big on numbers. It would be really hard to find their address or their phone number. So, Crikey, is there something you'd like to ask Zappa specifically or any of my other snakes? Uh, yes, it, it just came up when we were talking about historical fashion. Um, you were talking togas. Did your people go through quite the same, just absolutely endless period of quilted fabrics? I mean, I felt like I had tabards coming off my scales at, at various points because you know I've got to eat these people and you know when they're wearing sort of a simple a simple boiled leather you know fine that's roughage you know that's like eating a fig or, or or a date or a raisin that a child has dropped you know that's absolutely fine I can handle that but the amount of quilted fabrics that got you know up in the gum or, or, or stuck in or stuck in or stuck in the passages you know it was just absolutely unacceptable it just felt like it went on for hundreds of years you know and it's not flattering is it Okay, Zappa, this this one's on you. Okay, like from what I know of like Gorgon fashion history, uh, the ones who like integrate into human society, like Penny does, they wear whatever the humans are wearing. Um, so yeah, they probably totally wore all that quilted stuff. And I am so sorry they like got in your teeth, but also like I hope you never ate a Gorgon because. Um, <sighs> Well, I, I mean, I mean, how many how many gorgons would you say? Because I've got, now and again, I don't want to, you know, just reduce the world into the little borders that the humans that the humans draw, um, because they love it, you know. Especially in England, you let you 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 let an English person near a map with a pencil, and they'll cause damage. They've done it. They'll do it. They're doing it now. But in in your case, a gorgon, um, we're talking we're talking uh, uh, Grecian Peninsula, aren't we? We're talking we're talking the archipelago. Yes, so, we, we expanded out from there. Mm, absolutely, you know, Mediterranean ships, you know, bows and arrows, all that, I understand. Um, but warm, you know, warm, whereas oh, yes. England, quite chilly 
you know, a little chilly place. So, so would a gorgon, you know, set in, settle itself in, in sodden old southern England, you know, like crawling under a damp rock up at the top of, up, up at the top of Europe, you know? Oh, yeah, we really did go everywhere. In fact, some of the colder climes around the world are... Well, they made it easier for us to integrate into human society, those of us who chose to do that, because we were able to wear scarves and all kinds of neat of fuzzy hats upon our head. And it helped us, well, blend. The classic woolen bullet look would actually work in your favour, whereas oh. others, I think it actually attracts. It makes everyone's faces look awfully round. And unless you're going for that, why would you? Right. I, I, I think... My only regret in regards to Gorgon fashion over the years is that there has never been a Gorgon Pope. And I kind of wish we could Hasn't wear that there? Pope hat. Oh, the hat on so the roomy. Catholic Pope. Oh, it's like a hotel. Right? Oh, my goodness. The snakes could just, oh, they'd have so much room up in there. It's just absolutely fantastic. And so, you, know, you know what? You know what would be fun? Because I've seen the Pope. I've seen the Pope. I've peered in the window and seen a television set. Oh. And I've seen the Pope, you know, leaning down to bless things, you know, to you know, kiss a baby or, or, or something like that. If you've, got a, if, you've got, if you've got a hat full of snakes, as it sounds like you would, you know, a little, little hat shot full of snakes. Oh, yes. And they, and they can talk. You lean down. You're saying nothing. Your mouth isn't moving. But your snakes just do a little whisper like, mind it over there. And then everyone's like, well, where did that voice come from? And you're the Pope. Who's going to question you? You know, but you've got a little talking hat. Imagine the fun. Imagine the Halloween pranks. Imagine the Easter, the Easter jabbery. Oh, my good. You know what? I have a new goal in life, and that is to become not just the first Gorgon Pope, but the first woman Pope. And oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, on Ash Wednesday. Oh, oh, my little snakes could be like, remember, man, that you are dust and to dust you shall return. Oh, that and would like, freak out the humans. Oh, <laughs> and they're like, did the, did the Pope just tell me I'm dust and to dust I return? And you'll be like, no, look at my lips. Didn't move. What are they going to do? Knock your hat off. You're the Pope. You're not allowed. I'm so sorry, human listeners, especially those of you who are Catholic. I hope you don't find that sacrilegious, but um, <laughs> if you're listening to my show, you probably think it's as funny as I do. <laughs> so, oh my goodness, Crikey, um, you are a delight. Um, so let's tell our listeners a little bit about what you look like. What do you want humans and monsters to know about you? We know that you are a large boy. Mm, yes, large boy, long boy, um, smooth boy, scaly. Um, I am, I am what might be known as a water monster, um, a water serpent. Um, now we get into rocky ground. Absolutely, there's no getting around it. Let's, you know, let's not beat about the proverbial. Um, a water dragon. Hmm. Now I say the word dragon. What do you think? You know. Well, you know. Um Dragons come in all shapes and sizes around the mm. world. Chinese dragons, other Asian dragons. Very different than, you know, the kind of dragon that that St. George fella had exactly. a bit of a run in with. Um, so, so, yeah, what is what is your issue with, with the word dragon? Because nobody knows what it means, you know. You know, people say dragon. Modern, modern people. Modern people and modern streets with modern feet and modern faces and mouths and hands and such. And they say dragon and they want fire. And I'm sitting here thinking, what? What am I? What am I? Some sort of damp liver? No, I'm a water dragon. I'm more of a big wet snake. I'm more of a, I'm more of like, um, if you can imagine, um, you've dropped a sausage in the bath, you know, but the sausage has got a face. That's more like what I am than than your sort of you know your fire breathing you know uh, thunder lizard. Okay, so you you are a, a water creature. Um, so mm -hmm. so what? type of creature i mean do you want to identify as a sausage dragon doesn't seem to work for you so how would you how do you how want to be you? described 
You know, I don't really like labels. You know, at the mm. end of the day, I am who I am. You know, I, I'm a knucker. I'm crikey. I'm the long boy. And the kind of the need, I would actually go so far as to say the compulsion to, to label things in such a way is, is a very human trait. You know, I just like to let things sit, let things flow. But, you know, at the end of the day, if, if, you, if you're nailing me down, I'm, I'm more snake than anything else, really, you know. Okay. Well, <laughs> oh, big sna- wet snake. Big wet snake. Um, the snakes on my head are buzzing with approval, and I can I can just feel how much they love you. I can already. I can feel the letters coming in. You're a snake with hands and feet. Yes, yes. I've got hands and feet of sorts. So shoot me down. But and wings. I've got tiny little stubby vestigial wings. Yes. All right. Snakes don't have them. But also snakes can't talk. Other, of course, than your snakes. So, you know what? My preconceptions are now being collapsed around my face, so I don't know. Well, we believe in you say who you are and everyone else just fucking accept it here on The Gorgon Show. If you say you're a snake, you're a snake. That's wonderful. That's wonderful stuff. That's wonderful stuff. I love everything about it. Oh, thank you so much. So, we've had... Uh, guests on the Gorgon Show who are also water-based creatures, and yes, quite a few of them were large. Do you interact with other monsters, other sea creatures, land creatures? I'm a homebody, you know. You know, um, I I live in a hole. Um, you can call it a pond if you want. Um, it is infinite in depth, um, which you think roomy, but obviously depth isn't width. Um, and so whilst it is infinite up and down, side to side, we're talking 30 feet. So, mm. you know, I just, I've, I've made myself cosy. I've made myself at home. Um, I know where my food source is, cattle, the occasional wandering child. Um, and beyond that, I, I don't really feel the need to travel, you know? Okay, so, so do you ever, like, get out and about? Do you interact with humans outside of your hole? Or do you really just stay in, in your knucker hole? <sighs> I've had a couple of run-ins, and actually I've had to lie low over the last couple, well, it must be a couple of hundred years, um, because most people actually think I'm dead, um, which, is, which is necessary. Um, because if you, if you check uh, Limitster on, on a map, we're not talking in the wilds. You know, Arundel's just down the road, Littlehampton, Brighton, the bright lights of Brighton, it's not, it's not too far away. And you know, do you know what the Sussex Constabulary don't take kind to? Um, big, big wet lizard that might eat your kids. So yeah. I've had to, yeah, yeah, you can imagine, you can imagine that I'd end up on Crime Watch. Um, so, you know, I, I've had to lay a little bit low and, um, you know, yeah, as I say, uh, people, people think I, I have been defeated um, and I'm actually happy to let them, you know, live with that preconception. But what that does mean if that they catch me, you know, on an A road, you know, on top of a van trying to take a trip up to, you know, Swindon, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause questions. So, yeah, I do lie low. I do lie quite low to the ground. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're getting out in the world in, in a safe way mm. by being mm. on the Gorgon Show. But I also hope um, you're not lonely. Are you lonely? Are you okay in your oh, knuckle hole? Uh, now, come now. You know, loneliness is a state of mind, really. You know, who needs friends when you've drawn a face on your hand? That's what I say. Um, you know, I, and I've got two hands, so in many ways, if I got two friends, I say yes. Um, I've got a couple of feet, but they're not prehensile enough for the, you know, the, you know, the, the proper articulation of jaw um, to be convincing. But other than that, no, no, I, I, I'm quite happy on my own, really. You know, um, I've been burnt before. Um, I once made friend uh, with a weasel who lived in a local tree. 
Um, couldn't talk, of course. Mostly a, a kind of a, a nut-based relationship. I'd leave a nut, the weasel would take a nut. Lots later, I realized weasels don't really eat nuts. So I don't know if it was a weird weasel or it was confused. But, you know, suffice to say, I struck up a relationship. And one day, I was sitting down with my weasel friend and I wanted to show them a, an etching that I'd done. And I'm a bit of an artist. You know, I spend a lot of time on my own. I look at nature. I like to carve things into pieces of wood I find with a claw. So I'm showing my weasel friend this etching um, and they just turn away, you know? And I say, no, no, look, I've actually tried. It's a view. And they just turn away as if they don't understand the concept of a gift or art. And I simply had to crush them, you know? Um, I was angry. This was an act of rage but I squished them with my palm, and you know what? I didn't feel regret, and that really did sort of put the final nail in the coffin for me in terms of, you know, the whole friend question. Do I need them? No. Their only cause, pain. Hmm. I, I am, well, sometimes I do wish I could have some alone time, but, well, I always mm. have snakes on my head. But I'm glad you've embraced the solitary life. Good for you, as long as you have, do what makes have, you happy. I have, and, I, and I don't want to. I don't want to intrude too much into your life. I don't want to flip this on you. You know, this isn't this isn't, this isn't a, a gotcha style situation where where the interviewer becomes the interviewee. Nothing oh, it's like okay. That. But but have you considered some sort of two part helmet? You know, uh, with a gasket system? Because I mean, I mean, and again, if this is a rude question, please do let me know. How many snakes do we have here? How many snakes are we talking about? Oh, you know, no one has ever asked me that, but I have 26 and a half snakes on my head. Not all of them oh. talk out loud, but I do believe they all have their own personalities. And I do love them all, even when they drive me crazy. Well, well exactly. And, and that seems, and I don't mind saying this, uh, an eminently manageable number of snakes to have on one's bonds. So how about you have a two-globe system, two globes connected, you know, at, at maybe with, with a sort of a flat plane in between them, and uh, little rubber-gasketed rubber holes, pop the snakes through, you know, they live in their globe, you have your globe, give yourself a bit of privacy, a bit of alone time, a bit of audio baffling, you can use moss or perhaps a high-density acoustic foam, and, you know, that just gives you the, 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 the solitary uh, life that you crave without actually having to commit to, you know, cutting, cutting the beings off the top of your head. That is incredibly complex, but I really mm. appreciate that idea. Uh, normally, I just, you know, put in some earbuds and, and listen to some music that, or white noise. Yeah, it's a little less yeah, complex. Because sure. I, I wore, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the concept of a beer helmet. This is... Uh, one of those amazing beer helmet. beer helmet. Oh, it's incredible. Um, it's like a Viking helmet, which is not actually historically accurate, but it's like a Viking helmet, the way humans see Viking helmets nowadays, but with Certainly. beer cans. Um, but it's an amazing human invention. And I tried wearing oh, like one an once. ale bonnet. Oh, okay. You would call that an yes. ale bonnet. I'm yes, actually, we would call that an ale bonnet. I'm, I'm actually quite sorry you have those over there. That's It's quite embarrassing, mm. but I think it's a magnificent invention. And and so I tried that with my snakes once, and, and then they got a hold of the straw, and then they just got really tipsy, and then they... they they started throwing up, and that was awkward. Oh, and that's tricky. So I yeah. just, yeah, I stay away no from helmets. No one needs that terrible rain. No, oh, no. It, oh, I could smell it for weeks. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I tend to stay away from helmets. But still, I appreciate the ingenuity of that idea. No, you know, absolutely, absolutely. And, and I just want to put it out there. The things you can do with a 3D printer today, you know, they opened up a little, a little um, you know, a creator space. 
um, in Arundel. Um, and at night I've been in there, had a look at the creations there. And it's incredible stuff. It's incredible stuff. I've stolen some, uh, some filament. Don't know what to do with it. Tried to eat it. Not nice. Mm. But... You know, as far as I'm, con- I'm concerned, you know, if you need something three inches high made of plastic, that's, that's the place to go. Yeah, humans are incredibly inventive. They can and delicious, be... wouldn't you say? Oh. Inventive, but also delicious. Well, I um, only accidentally do sculpture with humans. Um, okay, okay, sometimes on purpose. Sometimes, if someone's being a real fucker, I will stare them down. And then someone gets a nice new statue. Um, but I try to, you know, avoid... Doing that, um, if if mm. uh, if possible, <clears throat> sometimes it can't mm. be helped. Mm. And Absolutely. a lot of those statues in those churches we were talking about earlier, yeah, I might have had something to do with those. Um, but anyway, I don't. Oh, you I, sneak! Oh, I you know. You absolute sneak. That's you. That's oh, you. That's, Where I see a stone person, that's you. I I admit to nothing. Um, oh, <laughs> oh, you rogue! You absolute <laughs> bastard! You bastard! Fuck you! No, I love it. No, stop it. Okay. Um, yeah, it can, Gorgons, we can be a little naughty. Um, but but anyway, um, I don't eat human flesh. I do believe there have been Gorgons in history that have eaten human flesh. But you know what? And please, human listeners, you always know how much I love you. And I mean, no offense, but they're kind of they're kind of gamey. Ah. Now, here's a question, human listeners. Now, this isn't an exclusively, you know, beast and monster listen to show. There are likely to be human listeners. Yeah, and they're very open-minded. They know that, okay, you know, okay. a bitch gotta eat. They get it. Sure, they really do. Sure, um, Well, actually, this is actually potentially quite helpful because as long as they can be cool um, and not let anyone know that I'm actually still alive, you know, not make that public knowledge, you know, because uh, as I say, it's working out quite well for me. Don't want to upset the old apple cart. But I do want to put a couple of things straight because mm. the circumstances of my death are, um, I'll just put it out there, highly embarrassing for me. Um, I didn't choose how it went down. I just jumped on an opportunity when I did. So so would it be possible to, to, to just, yes, put, put paid to a couple of rumours, um, scarlets and otherwise, about, about oh, my demise? Oh, please. That is, that is the whole purpose of The Gorgon Show. You share your story the way okay. you want to share it. And my human listeners are amazing. They understand that some of us, well, are hunted and need to be kept safe, but they also want to know how to keep us safe. And I really appreciate my human listeners, even though I make fun of them sometimes. <laughs> so please. Well, you've got to. You've got to. You've got to. Yeah. They're, they're absolutely ridiculous creatures. And I, I don't want to cause offense, but I mean, come on. You know, you blink and they're dead. It's, it's stupid. Why would they do it? Why would they not live longer? I don't understand. I, I, I don't think it's up to them, but you know what? Some of them do try. Well, they should take control of their lives, shouldn't they? You know, you know, actually, you know grasp the nettle. You know, don't let, don't, don't let it just sort of fall out of your hand. You know, you've got these wonderful thumbs. And do you use them? No. Anyway, I'm, I digress. I'm actually, I probably need to keep them on the side. But yes, my, my, my death. Um, it, it was reported, um, understandably, yet untruthfully, that, that I was killed by a man named Jim. Now, to start off with, murdered by Jim. Not a great look, you know. No. Mur- murdered by Balthazar, certainly. Uh, slayed by the Great One, fine. Um, choked to death by Arthur. You know, a strong, a strong English name. Absolutely, you know, I'll take that. Uh, killed by Jim. You know, it, it sounds like I've gotten a fight down a pub. Um, or that I've tripped over a garden rake that I borrowed off a man named Jim. You know, these are not the deaths we crave um, when we think about how we will ultimately be slain, as we all will be, 
because I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure I'm mortal um, unless killed. Mm. Um, but no, uh, Jim, you know, that's my cross to bear, which is difficult because, as I say, long with short arms, so difficult to crucify. But that's my cross to bear. And it is said that um, this Jim um, tricked me, a human tricking me. Okay, hard, hard to imagine, far-fetched. I'm quite big, large brain, that's how it works. But specifically with a poisoned pie. Now, I'm not a cartoon character. I am a thing of flesh and blood and pride. So to say that the circumstances of my death were that a man named Jim tempted me with a pie filled with poison is not only insulting, but uh, and, and excuse my language, absolutely fucking ridiculous. Because I am huge. Do you know how many berries, poisoned or otherwise, I would have to eat to have any effect on me? Um, so, you know, if, if, if a little piffling boy pops a, a, handful of, a handful of poisoned berries into the middle of a pie, that's absolutely fine. I'll eat them down. I'll shit them out and I'll not think about twice. But I felt a rumbling. So I knew something was up. I knew I'd, an attempt had been made. And I thought, well... Maybe it's time to disappear. And, and so I play dead. And Jim goes off to the pub and says, guess what I've killed? I've killed the knucker. And everyone's cheering and everyone's, everyone's waving. And I slip down into my infinite pool and wait 60 years until everybody at the pub's dead. Uh, and then I come back up and I see, you know, uh, oh, oh c come here, look at the story of Jim. Kill killed him with a pie. Uh, look at the silly wet snake. Killed by a pie. Killed by pastry. Killed by a baker's ploy. And I don't like it. So I just want to come out now and say... Yes, the official story is silly, silly goose that I am. I ate some tainted goods, but in reality, the trick's on them, the joke's on them, and I just feel that's important for people to know. Well, thank you for clearing that up. Also, fuck that gym guy. Fuck him. Why did he kill me? You know, yeah, sure, I ate his brother, but other than that, what, what, what problem did he have? You know. Yeah, that, that might have had something to, to do with it, but, you know, I, I could be wrong. He had lots wrong. of brothers. He had six brothers. Oh, you, oh you, you haven't got enough brothers now. You've only got five brothers. Don't be so fucking crass. Oh, you were doing him a favor. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. You know, one less birthday to remember. One less seat to, to provide for at a, at a Kringlemas dinner. You know, on St. Swiven's Day, you've only got five in the house instead of six. So actually, you know what? Thank you, crikey. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Um, I, I'm not sure if this is wrong and if I'm like, you know, taking away the wrong lesson here, but I'm also mm -hmm. kind of mortified that someone would waste a pie. Exactly. You know, I, and I don't eat pies, but I like them aesthetically, you know, cooling on a windowsill, being thrown into the face of a clown. All of these things work for me, but I'm a water-based creature. And you know what the most disgusting substance in the world is? Wet pastry. Oh, you know? no, it's not nice, no. Wet pastry. Why go, all to the, why go to all the trouble of making a wet item dry in an oven only to make it wet again? You know? That's pointless. That's, that's a flat circle that I'm not willing to dish. Right. So how does, um, how does human handle being in the water? Does it soften them up a little bit? or? Well, they're quite water resistant, actually. They've got this kind of rubbery film. They call it skin. I don't know. Don't ask. And it, it means that you can drop them in water for, you know, three to four weeks. They'll swell. Absolutely, they'll swell. But they'll keep a, a, a largely consistent shape. And actually, if you let them swell a bit, when you bite down, there's, there is a sort of a pleasant little pop. So, you know, largely fine. You know, it's not a marshmallow um, or a sponge. 
um, it's more like a grape. You know, if you were to pop <sighs> a grape, you know, it would swell and pucker. Uh, and then when you, you'd pop it with your little teeth, as I do. Um, so, yeah, you know, they, they, they hold up well, well enough. They drown, obviously, they're dead. But that's not what we're worried about here. We're worried about consistency and flavour. Yes. Yeah, you know, you should enjoy what you eat. If you are going to you murder humans, to. you know. Enjoy sure who you eat. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, because I have human skin, I know exactly what you're talking about. And the irony is... Do you is, have is human skin? Is, is, is Gorgon skin not different to human skin? I would have thought because otherwise... how would Yeah. Depends on the Gorgon. Um, I look like a human would describe me as a human wearing sunglasses with snakes on her head. That's... that's I'm, I'm one of those Gorgons. But yeah, really, it's funny thinking about being in the water because the, this skin just kind of encases water. So it's like, mm. we're just water all the way down. It's a semi-permeable barrier situation, you know? Yes. You know, And obviously you're full of salts. Assuming you're human-like, you're full of salts. So if you get into fresh water, you will, you will, you know, start to, start to attract, you know, certain things across, across a gradient barrier, you know? Yes, yes. And, and also... You're membranous. You're membranous. Mem- Membranous. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. Give it a go. Membranous. Membranous. <laughs> Perfect. Absolutely fine. I don't know what you're worried about. Oh, thank you very much. Um, yeah, and you know what? When I take a bath, like mm-hmm. like I do love a good soak in a bathtub. If I stay, milk or um, no, just just water, just plain just water. Regular water. Okay. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. How how wonderfully bohemian. Oh, 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 yes. I'm so boho. Um, but you know, sometimes if I stay too long, the uh, skin gets a little wrinkly and and mm. puckers. It's you know what? I don't think I've really thought as much about my skin as I should. I'm going to contemplate that, like the wonder that is skin and and love how tasty it can be. Yeah, love the mm, skin absolutely. you're in. That's absolutely. That, Dove, Dove, Dove skincare products didn't think that up. That's me. I carved that on a rock, and I think it's been stolen. But try and cro- try. You just try and claim royalties from a large pharmaceutical corporation when you're a dragon that people think are dead. Oh, my cousin Pegasus has trouble getting money from the My Little Pony people. So mm. yeah, I've I've heard this and the before. People, and I suspect the people at Sony Pictures TriStar. Oh, oh, absolutely. Oh, they're the worst. So. Crikey, what, what is hmm. it that scares you? What is your worst fear? You know, I, I don't sleep. Um, I sort of slow down in the mm. depths, um, in the cold, in the darkness, you know, and that gives me a lot, of, a lot of time to think. And I think at the end, you know, at the end of the day, the thing that really scares me is, is you know, when I'm gone, what, what impact will I've will I made, you know? Um, will people look back and, and say, hey, you know, he ate a lot of sheep and the occasional man. Um, or are they going to say there was an artist, you know, with an artist's mind and an artist's soul? Um, you know, I tried to open up, as mentioned, to a weasel that I then crushed um, with my artistry, with my carvings, with my picture, you know, um, and I got burned and, and that sort of put me back quite a lot. So I, I hope one day um, that I'll be able to, you know, come out of my scales a little bit and I know put in a small exhibition, you know, maybe in Littlehampton, they'll have an art gallery or two. Um, I can put on, you know, some of my work there. But, you know, there's always tomorrow and there's always tomorrow. And then one day you wake up and somebody's poisoned you with a pie. And I don't want to be there dying of a poison pie and thinking, what if? And that, and that really does scare me. 
Oh, I, I understand that. Um, so it sounds like you'd like to be remembered as an artist, or at least an artistic soul. Or feared, or feared for my for my violence and terror. Either one, but you know, either way. Either one is good. Okay, well, yeah. I can reassure you that you will be remembered the way you want to be remembered. You know, should you ever run out of vertebrae. Sure, absolutely. And, and, and one simply must, you know. There's only so much spine. Yes, exactly. So, I um, am so reluctant to end this interview because you are Well, let's keep going forever. No, you know what? Let's keep going forever. You know, well, I I'm, only I'm, have I'm so much mortal. spine. <laughs> oh, I forget. I forget you're one of these sort of short-backed things. All right, fine. All right, if you must. It's, I like to think of it as just the right size. And then, of course, yeah. well, you're, there's I mean, my you're snakes. Wrong. I mean, you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. So, yes, unfortunately, um, it is time to introduce my roommate by necessity, not choice, Sybil. She's here to um, tell you your future. Hi, Sybil. Oh, right. Hi, Penny. How's it going in here? Okay, oh, I wasn't wonderful. briefed about this. Is this something that happens uh, all the time? I must admit, didn't listen, didn't listen, um, because if you try and operate um, a Walkman, in a pond, it will break. So, is this sort of for everyone, or is this because yes, you're specifically you trying totally to work out? Yes, you can totally stick around, Craigie. Um, it is really nice to meet you. By the way, I am Sybil. I am Penny Dermot, and I do everyone's favorite segment on the Gorgon Show. <sighs> I do the horoscope. I tell everyone their future. Right, Penny, Penny, Penny. Um, do you mind? Sorry, I don't. <laughs> it's very nice to meet you, um, Penny. Um, yes. Is this now? Look, I don't want to jump to murder, but if you want. I'm just saying, I can make things go away. I, I have been offered that service before, but you know okay. what? Over, over the years we've been roommates, I have come to respect Sybil's unique individualness. Yes, yes. Yes. Right. She, okay. Well, it, and, I mean, it and, sounds like you're trying to convince yourself, but okay. Yes, and you know what? Just just to be blunt, rent is um, the rent is too damn high. Ah. So there's rent. that too. Not all yes. of us have deep. The mighty dollar. Yeah, but we don't all have deep holes that we can okay, hide in. Well, yeah. just, anyway, I've been absolutely gagging to hear to hear what the stars hold for me. So so please go ahead. Oh, of course. Well, uh, it isn't really the stars that I use. So I am an oracle, of which course. means that I actually get visions directly from the gods, which is why I knew that it was safe to come in here and reveal myself to you because I knew that Penny would talk you out of taking any extreme measures because the gods would have given me a heads up. Fair they, enough, fair enough. You, you've got to respect are, that. Yeah, they are very thorough in the information that they give me. And I just, out of the goodness of my heart, I try to share that with all of our listeners. And in doing so, I use the zodiac signs as kind of a division method. Hmm. I just kind of group the listeners by their sign in order to narrow down the visions a little. Because if I got one big vision for all of our listeners, it would just be chaos it'd be and madness. it would be useless. It would be mad. Exactly. It would be, be gobbledygook. You know, you, you'd just be yelling everything, everything, everything. Everything's happening. You died. You've lived. Exactly. You, you, you bought a exactly. hat. It didn't suit you. You went to Spain. You know, it, it would it's just be a mess. It's already chaotic enough. You get it. You get it. So what I do very generously is I narrow it down to the 13 zodiac signs, the 12 ones that everyone knows, and mm -hmm. the secret 13th, Gab's Grappless, mm -hmm. uh, under the sign of the silly little fella. And... I use that to categorize, so I will get a collective vision for, for example, all Geminis and tell them what I see. 
And the thing is that it is hard to understand exactly what it means. It is a little chaotic because for some Gemini, it's going to be metaphorical. For some Gemini, it's going to be very literal. It's all kind of a jumble, but it's going to be true for every single one in some way. Mm -hmm. Now, in order to do all of this, I need to open myself up to the gods because just the sheer volume of visions that I get out of this requires a little help. So I use various mind-altering substances. And oh, actually, I oh, you, like, oh, oh, I understand you're going to get munted. I understand. Right, yes. right. This is all making a lot more sense. You're going to get absolutely off your gourd and then just exactly. see what falls in. Exactly. And right. I like to use the show as a chance to experiment with new substances. So yeah. I try and to do something And uses a tax write-off because it's for work, so you can actually claim it back. You, you understand me so well. I do the well. same thing. It's I do the so same nice thing. It's so nice to meet you, Craigie. So, you know, there is the story that if you drink rainwater out of the, the footprint of a werewolf, you will turn into a werewolf. Well, I, I've never tried that. I don't know if that's actually what happens. But what I did think I would try It doesn't sound is, like a thing, does it? That doesn't sound like a thing that would work. Yeah. No, my werewolf friends have never mentioned this. But I did recently find a hoofprint of a unicorn. Oh. So I I collected some rainwater from that. So that's what I'm going to be using well, today. That's good stuff. And I've already chugged it while I was outside the closet door. I the gods told me you were wrapping up and it was time for me to come on. So T- it is time to, to kick time to in chug now. a cup of hoof, as the kids say. Yes. So, Crikey, I have a question for you. Hmm. What sign are you? Okay, interesting question, because obviously we have our own. Um, so I'm born under the sign of Gilbert Splash, which is sort of a, a late in August. So that'll be that'll probably be a Virgo in, in a human sign. Ah, okay, so I will start with Virgo out of respect for our guest. And the visions are coming in now. Oh, here Virgo, we go. I see there is a path through some mountains. And on either side of the path are these enormous dog heads they don't have eyes sure and they seem to be guarding the path but not to stop you just to keep the path safe for you so virgo i think you are going to be protected uh uh, and and maybe make some furry friends along the way so this is pretty good oh okay um yes track record wise Furry friends, not not gone so well. But you know what? Maybe 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 I should learn to love again. You know, maybe I, I should mean, befriend a, befriend a shrew. Um, I think or, I think perhaps a hound. A hound. These, these look, they look kind of like basset hound heads. Oh right. So perhaps a Long hound ears. would be okay. a better way to go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And if they're eyeless, then maybe they don't they won't see you to judge you. Why am I going along with this? Anyway, sorry, Sybil. It's true. <clears throat> No, you know what? Point. You know what? The next time I see an eyeless basset hound guarding a garden path, I'll go right up to it and I'll say, "Howdy, doody! I've made a friend," and we'll just Perfect. see how we go. That that sounds like a great plan. Let me know how it goes. All right. Next up is Libra. Libra, I see someone. They look human, but they could be. Honestly, I'm getting some selkie vibes from this. So, Libra, if you are a selkie. I think this might be you. If you are a human, you might meet a Selkie. Uh, This, I think, Selkie is swimming and having a lot of fun. And there is, I can see the fin of a shark nearby. But honestly, Libra, I am not worried about you. I think this is going to be another opportunity for friendship. I think maybe the unicorn hoof water is really making me see friends everywhere. Mm, mm, mm. I I mean, as we all know, the way a shark makes friends is by popping you in its tum. So... 
I mean, it's a selkie. They can usually handle themselves yeah. pretty well. They they do so, just fine. I've yeah. not I've not I've not met a selkie, so I'm actually I'm absolutely entranced. Oh, oh they're lovely and badass. Yeah, we had one on the show. Punch yeah, a she's shark, a friend of mine now. Well, fair enough. Next up is Scorpio. Scorpio, I see a wall made of stone and kind of covered in moss, but uh, the wall, for some reason, looks kind of like a naked butt. I don't know why. What? Um, maybe someone built a home out of a statue, uh, like a really big statue, mm. but of a naked person. So sure, maybe sure. a Gorgon met a giant and then someone built a house. No, sort we of bulbous, do- bulbous stone buttocks. No, we don't We don't butt wall, Sybil. That is something my... my Gorgon family. We, no, no butt walls. No, no. No butt walls? I didn't say it would be you. Uh, anyway. What about, what, what, um, what about a, a thigh fence? Uh, uh, oh, a, a, a shin chain link, you know? You really should open your mind to the possibilities of building materials. Hmm, hmm. Like you can be a, a generator made of, teeth? of building materials. Okay, curtain made of teeth, actually. That does sound pretty cool. Anyway, Sybil, teeth continue with the wackadoodle, Miss Dear. First up. Okay, Sagittarius is next. Sagittarius, I see a giant wasp in the desert, and there is this godlike face looking down at the wasp. Um, I think the wasp is dying. Sagittarius, I don't know if you're, you know, wasp-like and going to die in a desert, or if you're going to watch a wasp die. Uh, but either way, good luck with that. I mean, now and again, I know we've got a lot to get through, but hey, you're going to watch a wasp die in the desert? I mean, that, these, these, that's not like a life event. That's just if you live in a desert and see a wasp. I, I don't... Oh, well, I mean, these, these horoscopes really only cover the time between episodes, so it's only about two weeks. Not everyone has huge life events. No, you know what? I suppose weeks. that's true. You know, you can't, you can't meet, meet love of your life every couple of weeks, otherwise it's just love of your fortnight. Exactly, no. yeah. 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 All right, Capricorn is next. Capricorn, I see a girl with really cute hair. It looks like dyed like a bunch of colors, like very Hot Topic kind of vibes. Um, And she has three faces. I was just thinking about the Morrigan shopping at Hot Topic, and it's like, hmm, you know what? They would definitely have clothing that would suit the Morrigan. Hmm. So I don't know if this means that the, that the Morrigan is a Capricorn and I'm seeing her or if Capricorn, this is telling you that maybe you should look into getting into Morrigan worship. This might just be a vision that the Morrigan sent me. Uh, I don't know if, if they want something, but uh, if, if they want something, it's probably from you, Capricorn, not from me. So good luck figuring that out in time. I, okay. I, I do have it on good authority that like uh, Carnunas shops at the Gap. I will ask next time we're in touch. Next up is Gab's Grappless, the sign of the silly little fella. I see another path and another giant animal head. I see two people this time walking down a path. So Gab's Grappless, I bet this is you and a friend of yours. And at the end of the path, rather than beside it this time, there is a giant head of an eagle. And this one, I will say, does look like it's getting ready to eat you. So probably this is metaphorical, at least for most Gab's Grappless. but just keep an eye out. Uh, I will. I'm gonna make sure Hank hears this because birds are kind of a genuine threat to someone the size of a coffee cup. Yeah, watch the skies. I, I've I've seen a I've seen a falcon take a take a chihuahua. You know, I've seen yeah. a, you know I've seen a a, a a harrier hawk have a go at a Yorkshire terrier. So you know, if you're if you're below two feet, 
keep it on the skies. Yeah, eagles exactly. are very, very dangerous, but they're they're not quite as assholey as geese. Geese terrify me. Oh, I you, you know what they are, but I love them for it. You know, I think I think a goose has more of my temperament uh, than even the finest, angriest swan. Mm. Even the gods don't really like the geese, to be honest, uh, but they do enjoy the chaos they bring mm. among the humans. Like, we all love bringing a little chaos. It's just a hand grenade right? with feathers at the end of the day. Exactly. Accurate. All right, next up is Aquarius. Aquarius, I see a tall, slim person. <gasps> is it me? Standing. I don't think so. I think this is, they're human-shaped. They're Ugh. either humanoid Dull. or human. Dull. Um they are watching a fire. Uh, it could be a campfire, but it also looks kind of big. So it might be a bonfire or it might be something burning down. It's sort of hard to tell. Uh, and they, this person looks like they're waiting for something to happen from the fire. Uh, so Aquarius, if you are trying some fire magic or something, Good luck. It looks like you might have to wait a while. Stay hydrated, Aquarius. Always. Also, always always a good idea. Hashtag stay wet. Pisces, I see. Uh, It looks kind of like scuba gear, like the scuba outfit with Mm. the tanks, and it's someone in water, but they don't have a head. So, Pisces, if this is you, uh, just maybe stay out of the water for a bit. Uh, Look, I hate to make it all about me again, but this does sound like something I've done. Um, People have tried, uh, you know, swimming swimming in the infinite hole, try and find the bottom. And uh, let's just say they don't find much of anything um, because I've nipped off the old noggin. So, uh, you know, if you're in Sussex, keep out the pond. That's all I can say. That's 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 a that's good advice, Pisces. Um, I think the gods are doubling down on that advice for you. Next up is Aries. Aries, oh, this one looks lovely. I mean, it looks really warm and cozy. There's a nice little stone table set with a picnic and beautiful arbor uh, with flowers overhead. In the distance, I do see what looks like a volcano erupting, but honestly, I don't think it's in range. I think you're okay, Aries. I think, I think you just have a picnic with a friend in your future. And a volcano. Picnic with yes, friend a, in a, volcano. A distant volcano. Almost certainly yeah. killing thousands over there. But that's okay, because your picnic's out of range. What, it could be what metaphorical. A, what a selfish star sign that is. Don't warn anyone. Don't call the authorities. Just eat your ham sandwich, because that volcano's out of range. Well, it's not the, yeah. like they could stop it by, you know, not noshing on some sandwiches. But, yeah, it does sound a it's little true. cold. Mm. And, and you, you give some warning on Twitter. And you'll never, de- you'll never, very useful for that. you'll never defeat a volcano with that attitude. You know, you've got to back yourself. You've got to believe in yourself. You know, hmm. sure, the volcano's I, big, but are you bigger? Maybe. I I like volcanoes personally. They give off a lot of really useful gases mm. for you know the sulfur, the accessing the wisdom of the gods. Um, so I I don't like when they actually erupt on me, but I always get plenty of warning so I can mm. get and out you, of range. And you can pop in half a half a bit of carbon monoxide, you know, a bit a bit of air starvation to the brain, exactly. and then it's off to the races for you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Next up is Taurus. Taurus, I see a person who is. Blue, uh, looks mostly human except blue, uh, and with very pointy teeth, like they sharpened each tooth uh, to like shark points. Um, Taurus, I don't know what kind of monster I'm looking at. 
if it's you, I think you might be a species of monster that I haven't encountered yet. So I would love it if you would email the show at yes. uh, gorgonshow at faustiannonsense.com and mm. tell us what you are. But if it's not you, if you don't look like this Taurus, um, just keep an eye out. You might have a run-in soon with someone who is, uh, you know, pointy-toothed. Uh, just watch out for that. Watch and out for biting. It, it simply could be a member of the Blue Man Group, in which case you are in Las Vegas. Las Vegas. And should leave immediately. Too hot. Oh, yeah, it's very hot. Um, also, I it have is, it on yeah. good authority that one of the members of the Blue Man Group that is currently playing in Vegas is indeed a vampire. So, mm. Sybil, this one might actually be, oh. I don't know, something real. Could be. Oh, wow. I've, I don't usually get confirmation from Penny. Usually I have to wait a bit and get confirmation from like newspaper articles about listeners dying horrible deaths and things. I'm so glad I could support your wackadoodleness. What's next? Next up is Gemini. Gemini, I am seeing, uh, this is just a, a very clear picture of not much going on, Gemini. I'm seeing like an apartment building and some people. Uh, honestly, Gemini, this one's kind of boring. I'm going to move on. Mm, dull Gemini. Cancer. Cancer, I see an abandoned train. All of the train cars are kind of hollowed out uh, and growing vines on them and things like it's been a while but there are old blood stains on them uh really don't know what this means cancer maybe you have some past trauma but it does look like this violence was a long time ago um so but i see you honestly you are in this picture you are walking near the train tracks and you look fine so maybe you're going to move on from some past trauma good luck with that good luck and finally, we have Leo. Leo, I see this is kind of hard to describe. It's, it's like a hand. It's kind of like someone started to make a hand puppet and gave up halfway through. Oh, so it's, yeah, it's like a hand, a humanish hand, and there's a wig on it. Uh, like a long flowing black wig and like they made a little tiny face that looks like one of the members of KISS uh, but the rest of it is just bare hand. Um, so Leo, if you are in the middle of an art project, don't give up on it. It's going to look really stupid if you don't finish it. Good I mean, that, that, that's how Sooty got started and, and it did well for them, so. That's who, who got started? Sooty, Sooty. The, the, there's a, a British uh, sock puppet based show called Sooty. Um, all very simple hand puppets. And do be careful if you uh, comment to anyone that you're going to go finish your hand friend, they're going to get the wrong idea. Oh, yes, good point. Hee <laughs> mm, Smart. Love it. So thank you, thank you again, Sybil, for the whatever that was. Um, of course, Penny. <laughs> Crikey, thank you so much for taking the time to come on Absolute to the Gorgon pleasure. Show. It's Absolute it's, pleasure. It's been lovely. And if you ever leave your your infinite pond and come over to the States, I would love to meet you in person. You're always welcome here. No, no, likewise. No, you know, if they're ever transporting a whale or something to, to sea world, I can normally kind of hop a, hop a lift uh, or maybe sort of attach myself to the bottom of a container ship. You know, I'm, I'm a bit lazy. You know, I don't get out much, you know, up and down, but not much side to side. So if I can, if I can hitch a lift, I'll come over to the States and uh, and see you there but uh, in all likelihood you're gonna have to make the trip over here you know i'm not gonna lie come to sussex 
We've got wonderful pubs, I've heard. I'm not allowed in. Big snake. Um, but yes. But, Good walking. But stay out of ponds, humans. <laughs> stay, stay the fuck out of ponds or I'll kill you. The Gorgon Show with me, Penny Cephalonia, is a proud member of the Faustian Nonsense Network. You can find us on Twitter at, at Gorgon Show or email us with questions and comments at gorgonshow at faustiannonsense.com. All music in The Gorgon Show is by TJ, the empathic vampire. You can find more of his work linked in the show notes. Sound editing is now done by Sir Kai, formerly of The Round Table. Thank you for listening to The Gorgon Show. Hi, listeners, Sybil here. So I took a peek into all our futures, and you know what I saw? This new Faustian nonsense show, Super Suits. Basically, the gods gave me a sneak peek, and it is hilarious. So you should check it out wherever you get your podcasts. And listen to the trailer right now. Meanwhile, at a law firm in Megalopolis. Welcome, Harper Hallow. I am Lois, Law Office Integrated Systems. I round the offices. Let's meet your team. No! Captain Lunacy, it's too similar to Night Cape's costume. Do you want to be sued for trademark violation? Ah, 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 her sidekick is only 12, so she'll need to comply with supervisory requirements or she'll run afoul of child labor statutes. Wow, busy night. Why is my orientation at night? The Coffin King leveled the building without a hero license. Of course he's liable. Where's my blood smoothie? He is why. From the Faustian Nonsense Network comes a scripted comedy podcast that asks, what's it like to practice law in a world full of superpowers? Super Suits, coming soon to your favorite podcast platform. We at Faustian Nonsense would like to thank our patrons. If you'd like to become a patron, you can sign up at patreon.com slash Faustian Nonsense and hear me thanking you after our original episodes. Thank you to our patrons who are meeting us at the crossroads. Jules T., Parker, Alec LB, Anthony Ampersand, Jonathan E., David O., Joseph Z., Mark S., J.A.C., Greg C., K-S, and our newest patrons at this tier, Yoshiko A, and Shadow Reaper. And especially thank you to our patrons at the Pod's Best Friend tier, Emily C, Eben R.T, Guy Z, Probs Not Hawkeye, Jolene, and Trevor S. Thank you so much. Without you, this would not be possible.